what is Jordan Love? Can you talk about Jordan Love as like the the the, the, the concept? The, the, yeah, the ideology. Is he actually saying Jordan? You need to find love. Yeah. Is this is this is this a is this a CIA deep op? Do they pick up it? It's it, it's it's he's entering. Is this, is this like four. fucking Shutter Island? But is like I, us being gaslit by the Packers. Hello and welcome in to another week of the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Jordan Moment, as always, here with me. And Jordan and the listening public, I'm not sure if you guys have noticed, but it's been very cold out the last few days. And really the last couple weeks, temperatures have been fluctuating. And you know, Jordan, I don't know about you, but when when the temperature drops, my skin can get a little bit dry, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when you get dry skin, Jordan? What happens? You are uh, you get some itches to scratch. And Jordan, I think today is going to be an episode where we where I scratch a few itches. Is that all right with you? That that seems perfectly okay with me. Excellent. All right. So today we got we got like a smattering of topics, like a nice little smattering. Nothing nothing that I feel like on its own is like a headlining kind of topic. But so it's like it's like the shark charcuterie board Ooh, like a charcuterie board exactly you know just a lot of little hors d'oeuvres kind of a kind of a sharer platter kind of thing exactly and we'll start with this so last night last night the Celtics well we'll start with this Celtics so far have played three games since the deadline and And first one was the overtime loss. I mean, overtime win. Me, overtime win against the Pacers, which Pacers, not a terrible team. They've been kind of fall, they've kind of like started going into the tank now, but they've been they were relatively good for most of the year. And and I gave the Celtics like a. I assume that they're all hung over from the All Star break pass. Two best players were there. First game back, fine. Pacers, they didn't have anybody at the All Star game. Tyrese Halbert maybe should have been All Star, but I don't think he was. So whatever. Fine. Then the game against the 76ers, which, man, John, I know you didn't watch this game, but if you didn't watch this game out there, anybody else, um, A, Jalen Brown was incredible in this game, like in the second half, because the Celtics were down by a lot. And Jalen Brown just, just willed, willed them back in the way that, like, he is just a force when he kind of has his, like, half or quarters of dominance, like, kind of smattered all about. Also, Robert Williams was very good in that game. And they were able to bring it back, even though, even though Dimpede... Hit a, just like half a second too late, hit a full court shot, like from the free throw line. That <laughs> went in. It was unbelievable. One of the greatest full court shots I've ever seen. I would have given it to him. And we'll talk about, you know, clocks later in the show, but I would have given it to him. Sc- screw the shot clock. Uh, give it to him anyway. But they didn't. And then, last night, the Celtics, Sans Jalen Brown, and... I don't even want to make too much of the loss, but I do want to talk. There's something about it I want to talk about. Last night, they lost to the Knicks, right? And the Knicks have been surging lately, by the way. I think the Knicks have won, like, seven straight. The Knicks have won, yeah, something like... Maybe they've won. They've won... They've won, like, nine of their last, like, ten or so. They've been, they've been on a run, the Knicks. And they're the five seed now, by the way. So, you know, good, good for them. Good for the Knicks. But... A, A, I'll say this. In these last, like, first three games back, Tatum hasn't been very good yet. He had 31 against the Pacers, but he was, like, 9 of 25 against the 76. Against the 76ers, he was not good at all. The 76ers game, he was not very good at all. But, again, Jalen Brown picked up the slack because the Celtics just happen to have, like, the deepest team in the NBA. So, sometimes it's okay to not notice when when Tatum doesn't go off. But, 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 Jordan. 
Mm-hmm. What happened in this game that has me wanting to talk? Has my has my has my skin flaking, right? Yep. <laughs> That's a terrible term. I don't think I'm gonna say that again. I didn't like that. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna try and make I don't think I'm gonna try and turn got my skin flaking into a thing. <laughs> Do you wanna buy a t shirt with that on it, Jordan? Uh, you know, it, <laughs> like, it could be one of those when we come out with merch, it could be one of those weird, <laughs> interesting, quirky, quirky things. I don't think I wanted to. I want people to associate us with that. <laughs> the Celtics were bad today, and I forgot all my lotion. I don't know. That's terrible. It's horrible. I don't want this. We're going to blow right by that. Anyway, so. So. The thing, I don't know, probably my least favorite thing about Jason Tatum, Jordan. I think consistently. And there have been a lot of things, like a lot of things that Jason Tatum has, like a lot of questions he's answered about himself over the last couple of years, especially this season. He's been incredible. He's uh, He's been the MVP favorite at some points. He's been unbelievable, been, been excellent, been the best player in the best team in the league, no doubt. Um, however, the thing that I've never liked about Jason Tatum, and I don't think anybody should like about Jason Tatum, and a lot of players on the Celtics, it's not exclusive to him. The Celtics kind of like as a whole have a problem with this. Uh, my God, Jordan, do they, do they love, love to complain about refs? Like, I like a above average clip, Jordan. Like, I a far above average clip compared to other stars in the league. And in this game, Jordan, what we saw was in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, Tatum on a play where he was not involved in. It was like a quarter three by somebody else on the Knicks. I, think it was, I don't even know who it was. I think it was Josh Hart hit it. Josh Hart hit it. And Tatum was, it was like a quarter three. Tatum was like close to the top of the arc. And he just starts pitching to the ref. Just started complaining. I don't know what it was. And then the ref threw him out. Because he had already had a tech earlier in the game from also complaining about ref. And admittedly, odd like Julius Randle kind of got him on a three. But whatever. And it's, this is not... Again, it, this has always felt like a thing with him. I feel like among, like, star players, Jordan, I don't know if you have the same observation. Tatum Tatum is amongst the worst in terms of, like, just constantly whining at refs. Does that feel true, Jordan? Um, A fair bit. Not as much as, like, Luca or somebody. But Luca, Luca's yeah. pretty bad about it, too. But I feel like, I mean, obviously, like, I watch Tatum play more. Like, Luca's kind of bad about it, too. But, like, Tatum's up there with him. Like, Tatum is, like, in that, like, the, up, the upper echelon of, like, and like the if we're doing like the NBA star complain decks, he uh oh my god he's so bad about it and it's and this is not just I mean a it's it's just annoying to, I hate watching it for one thing I I just hate watching players do it I don't think who like I don't think anybody likes watching it like I maybe there's somebody out there like for me Jordan if a player starts complaining like that vocally about about a call I'm on, I'm I'm on the side of the call for one thing. And this again, Jordan, we, this is, I'm consistent with this. We have talked many times on the show about how I also hate fans complaining about officiating. I just hate talking about officiating, Jordan. We have talked about this, even though we're going to talk about officiating later in the show, about some stuff I love. But, like, I generally, I genuinely, I just hate it, right? I hate it when fans talk about it. I hate it when players get wrapped into it. Oh, I especially hate it when players get wrapped into it. I think I hate that more because that feels like that is, like, the biggest denial of accountability possible. Anyway. So, A, from an aesthetics perspective, I hate watching it. In fairness, Tatum is even the worst about it on his own team. Grant Williams is probably the worst officiating complainer in the NBA. By, like, a country by like a country mile, being exacerbated by the fact that he is Grant Williams. Makes it 
a million times worse. But Tatum, though. We're going to talk about Tatum, though. <laughs> because it's not only, for me, the reason I, I complain about it, it's not only an aesthetics thing. Right? That's a big part of it. If that was the only issue, I'd still complain about it because it just, it just sucks to watch. I just hate... I just hate watching, 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 watching these dudes whine about it, right? Like, I hate it. The worst thing about basketball. It's like, I don't need the back and forth with the refs. Like, I don't, it's not going to get you. Well, then to get, then to get to it. Actually, I'll get to it. It's not only that. It's also like, A, I hate the fact he's so focused on it, right? It's just, I don't, I just, I feel like if the refing is that in your head, that you're constantly complaining about it, I just cannot imagine that, like, that's helping your focus on what you're doing, right? Like, it's like, there's some part of your mind that is like, because, you know, I want you to be a crazy psychopath. I like my athletes, Jordan, to be crazy psychopath assassins who only care about what's immediately in front of them. Like a Tom Brady, like a, like a Kobe Bryant, like a Michael Jordan. Not that Tom Brady did not complain about refs incessantly as well. Not that Tom Brady is not a whiny guy, but those are his worst moments. Those are the worst Tom Brady moments. But you see, those are a bit fewer and far between. So it's just any part of your brain that's, like, preoccupied with the refing, don't love. Don't love that. That means you're probably not, I don't know, you're, there's some, like, level of accountability you're not taking. Frankly, if you got fouled, I still just want you to think it's your fault that you missed the shot, honestly. I just feel like that's a better mindset to have, Jordan. Maybe that's me being a hardo. I don't know. But also that. That I don't love. And that still, Jordan, is still maybe kind of nebulous. How do I prove it? But the thing I hate more about it is... That the more you do it, Jordan, I feel like, and I feel like this game was an example of it, the less likely you are to get these calls because the refs probably all hate your guts. And I can't blame them for it, Jordan. I can't blame them. And also, if it's literally getting you thrown out of games, Jordan, because now, like, as soon as you start complaining, they're teching you up. Because of course they do. Because, like, this is Jason Tatum. Oh, we just got to put a stop to this guy. We just need to shut him up, or else if we don't, like, tech him, give him a tech early on, he'll just do this all night and derail the entire game. And just, we don't want that. We don't want to deal with that. You, you wouldn't want to deal with that if you were. Who would? Getting you kicked out of games, not great. And I, like, I fully buy into, like, that this could hurt him more and more further down the line. Anyway, though, Jadam. Anyway, Jordan. Anyway, though, Jordan, uh, Jason Tatum is also uh, eighth in the league in free throw attempts. Underneath only uh, Giannis, Embiid, Luka, Shea, Dame, Trey Young, and Ja Morant. And actually, he's tied with Ja. So they're both seventh. Excuse me. Well, <laughs> nobody shoots more free throws in a game than Joel Embiid. What? Yeah, like, and as he should. <laughs> the, the dude lives in the paint. Of course, I mean, Giannis get the most free throw attempts. They're getting hacked every single possession. Of course they do. I swear, like, every time I, I I turn into, like, a 76er game, Joel Embiid shooting a free throw. Yeah, because, of course, like, yeah, obviously. Obviously those guys would. They're shooting, like, 25 times a game, and, like, 23 of them are in the paint. Like, of course they're getting fouled more than anybody. <laughs> like, of course they're getting fouled. So it's like, it's like, hey, I guess part of it is I don't know what Tatum's complaining about. Because, again, he is getting he's getting more free throws this year, which rightfully so, right? Like, I know some people get mad when you get into, like, the, well, like, stars get more calls in the NBA. Obviously, they do. And Tatum's been getting those calls this year because he's, like, ascended. You know, he's tapped to another rung. He was in the finals last year. Like, now he's one of the guys, you know? So now he's getting the calls. So, partially, I don't even know what he's complaining about, for one thing. 
And it just, oh man, I just, I just hate it, man. I just, I just hate it. And you know what? We had it. We had it all kind of, kind of come to a head in this game last night. So, uh, you know, good, good on the Madison Square Garden officiating crew, Jordan. I got to tell you, I, uh, you know, I applaud them for that. I, I applaud them for that. In all fairness, after the game, uh, Tatum quote tweeted out the, the play got the first tech on. And he said, damn, they got me for fouling LeBron. But, man, I just, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I really hate it. I don't know. I don't know if it gets up your back the same way it does me, Jordan, but, man, he does. Man, does this guy like to complain? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I don't know because it, I mean, I, I mentioned Luca, and Luca does this all the time. Like Luka's every Mav game, you see Luca's just always like, "Yeah, Luca, Luca." Like he's letting Luka. he's letting the ball go up the court and file on for a transition. And he's over there yelling about the rest about something. Oh, that that's the, that's the worst of it. Oh, whenever a player does that, that actually like I want a guy to get benched when they do that. I know that again. That's me being a stupid hardo. Oh, that drives me when you actually don't go back and transition over it. Oh, that gets up my back. I want you to get like fined for that somehow. Yeah, I want there to be like- it, it. It is it is a bit excessive, and I I think they really do need to stop it. Um, I don't know if there's like a mechanism they can implement to like stop that without it being like hyper draconian. Because I don't want guys just getting texts like the first time they complain to the refs about you know something. I kind of I'm kind of but like it's it it it, it, it <laughs> is a bit egregious. I'm kind of I'm kind of in favor of fire and brimstone with it. If I'm being honest, Jordan. Oh, okay. If you if you're there, I'll go there too. <laughs> I'm uh, like then... I'm not like against. That's the only thing you can do. Like you're like, hey, stop it. This is a TV show. We make a TV show, guys. That's what this is. That's what sports are. Like we're we're making t- this doesn't this isn't fun to watch. It's supposed to be we're fun not. to watch. Stop. Nobody, nobody wants to watch you complain because, like, you maybe got like bumped a little bit on the way up. Like, it's fine. So we're about to enter the one plus one era of NBA basketball. <laughs> You're gonna take seventeen more shots in this game. It's fine. You got fouled on this one. Con- I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of tiny things. I like to. I think, I think I was complaining about Jason Tatum before. We there's get a- to the complaining about the refs. It's not like most of the things have been answered. I mean, unless like, you know, can't answer you when it files this year, but like, otherwise, like the aggressiveness has been there. Like the stat, like the numbers have been there. Like the willing, like the way he's been playing has been much better. Like the defense has been incredible. This Like everything's been good with him. It's just all oh, the stupid refs, which yeah, it goes like my problems with Jason Tatum, but I do still worry about it. I guess like the questions with him are just still about like mindset. Yeah, I think I think Steph Curry's living in his head room. You know, well that's the thing. Like, exactly. It's like it's like the mindset thing with Tatum. Like you still do kind of wonder like fully like how committed is he to like winning versus like how committed is he to like you know like building his own brand and all that. And yeah, I mean, I guess I I mean I guess most of the stars in the NBA are probably more concerned with building their own brand than winning. But I mean, at least you just hope that maybe that like in the in the math they're doing in their head, they're like, well, like winning a championship is like the X best thing I could do for my brand. So I should probably focus on that. Like put X amount of my effort to that. I just hope it kind of bears out. But I mean, yeah, I guess- he had the, ru- he had the ruffle, the ruffles flavor. He did. Exactly. The, the flaming heart barbecue. Did, were actually yeah. quite good. Oh, were they? Okay. He has all the subway yeah, commercials they had, with. They, they were, they were like regular barbecue ruffles, mm-hmm. but they had the nice heat and it was a okay. little bit, a little bit spicy, a little bit sweet. It oh, was very good. Oh, I might have to try them. Cause I don't want to try them though. I'm like, no Tatum, if I eat these, you'd be like, Hmm. I said maybe I don't need to win a title because my ruffles are selling real good. He's easily the best flaming hot product I okay. know. Okay. 
Because I'm never like a flame, which is weird because I'm like a big like hot sauce guy. Like I'm a massive like spicy food guy, but I've never really, and I'm a massive chip guy too. I ate a ton of chips, but I've never really tried any kind of like flaming hot chip. I don't know why now that I think about it, I've never tried any. I wanted, I wanted to make a joke because like, you're not a girl born after 1994. That's why. <laughs> yes. It was hanging cup, right there. All right. All right. All right. I wanted to do it. Damn. All right. But yeah, I don't know. I guess like the questions with Tatum are like, like they're all these nebulous, like mindset things. Like when you see him have a great game, you're like, nah, you're just a hater if you think that. But I don't know. Like, I, I guess that's like the stuff. But whenever I see this ref stuff, I'm like, oh my God, Tatum, stop it. You went to Duke. It's already God. You know, just, just take solace. He's not the only one. I know. I, but he's one of the worst offenders, man. He's he's up there. Like, he's up there. And then is like, eighth in the league. Seventh in the league. Eighth or seventh in the league in free throws. So it's like, Tatum, buddy. Like, you're ge- you're getting the star calls now. Which I'm sure he wa- like he's wanted them for years. Like, in years past, he also complained all the time. He's like, Tatum, like, you're not, like, a star star yet. You're not going to get those. And he starts getting them, and he's still like, nah, I need more. And he's getting kicked out of games now. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, Tatum, can you not? Can we can we reel this in a little bit? Like you guys also did like the yeah, the Knicks had like thirty one free throws in this game. Like I get it. Like maybe maybe they weren't you were you weren't getting the benefit of the whistle in this one, but like, oh my god, like just don't worry about it. Like So yeah, you know. That and he didn't have a very good game. He was like six for eighteen in this game. Speaking of next, you know Julius Randle has played every game this year? Yeah, he's been good. Julius Randle's been good this year. No, the name, the name, Nick's sticky, sticky, okay. You know, it's, it's going to mount to anything. No. But, you know, maybe they'll get out of the first round. Nick's, Nick's been pretty good. They're pretty good. They're good good for them. No. No, I mean, it's not. Like, I don't think they could make it to, like, the second round. I don't know. If Okay, okay, Jordan, how about this? If the Knicks, like, they could get to the second round. Like, they're the five seed right now. They could reasonably, like, but if the Knicks beat, in the second round, like the Bucks, Celtics, or 76ers, which you would assume would be what, like locked in to be three teams in the second round, it would be the biggest disaster ever for all three of those teams. If it happened, well, they, any- can, they can definitely beat the 76ers. Probably, but it would be a disaster for the 76ers. Because, <laughs> which all their postseason runs are constantly disasters. I understand that. And Joel Embiid's going to be out here like, I played 80 minutes a game. I can't do anymore, man. I, I don't know James what to Harden, tell you. Harden just hired a new agent. But yeah, no, it's like I don't know. Like, they can make it to the second round. But... Sidney Obi's gonna be like, I don't know why we got rid of Jimmy Butler again. <laughs> uh, we all gotta so go on JJ Reddick's podcast and talk about it again, guys. But yeah, no, it's like, yeah, no, like, yeah, no. What about to much? Like I don't know, like a nice second round appearance. Like then, you know, Knicks fans can spend the whole offseason being like, Nah, we're getting, we're getting. Ah, give me a name. We're getting. We're getting Jaw for some reason now. We're okay. getting La- we're getting Lamelo now, who's out by the way, because the Hornets can't have anything. Yeah, did he did did they say he sprained his ankle or did he fracture he it? He fractured it. Oh it's, it's, god it, damn! It, it's not great. Yeah. Oh, and and, and speaking of the Ball brothers, Lonzo also might just never play basketball again. But you know, now Lonzo has a degenerative knee. Well, you see, like I don't know if you guys have. I don't know how up to date you folks are with the Lonzo Ball situation with injury. Like the injury has every doctor who has met with him. He's met with. They met with ten doctors. It's ten. It's up to ten on this injury. Every single doctor has been like, no, like it's healed, like. Everything we're looking at, like, it should be fine, but he also still can't walk upstairs. 
and it's just, just terrible. Just horrible with Lonzo Ball. It's, it's a mess. <laughs> like again, Jordan, like you can't even be like, oh, well, the Bulls doctors just suck. They've sent into 10, it's been 10 doctors, Jordan. That's what the reporting is. Been 10. None of them know what's up with his knee. Like we've never seen it. Every one of them has said this is I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, they might they have to they might have to cut it open and look around. Which, which su- yeah, which sucks because like Alonzo Ball is a really cool player and he was very good for the Bulls and he was an excellent choice for the Bulls. Just, ah, you know. Bulls fans have been huffing huffing the copium yeah, yeah. all season talking about Alonzo's coming back and I'm like he's not. Man. He's not coming back. He's not coming. He's been he's been fine. Like they've been like no, like his knee is like structurally fine. He just. Just can't walk upstairs. Like, he's like every time can't I walk. Be structurally fine. He's like every time I walk, it hurts. <laughs> it's like sound out. A synapsis in his brain isn't firing right. That's bizarre. But yeah, no, Hornets fans can't. Which, by the way, I was thinking today when I was thinking about the LaMelo stuff that I was trying to think of, like, what's the NBA fan base with the, like, the saddest NBA fan base right now? Which, which I do preface this with. I was trying to think about this today. In fairness, with the way that basketball, with, like, the NBA works, you can be the saddest fan base now and then, like, eight months like like one one good thing happens to you and you're like off to the races because it's just kind of the way basketball funny like i would a lot of people probably would have said the kings a year ago jordan i i i would have said the kings, exactly. the, the king, no, the kings just, are just they're just good now i guess yeah because again it's basketball like again like like i can sit here right now and say, it's probably the hornets like if i i could i could say the hornets but then like i don't know they get Wembenyana, they get scoot and like they're both like either them or like or they get like one of like the Thompson brothers and they're like what they're supposed like 80% of like their projections. You're like, oh, oh, the Hornets are fine now. Like, yo, LaMelo's back. He's playing good. Like they got, they got this other guy. Like it's, it's something here. I, I say it's the Spurs. Uh, no, I disagree. Like the Spurs, like I haven't, got, got I haven't heard anybody talk about the Spurs this year. Well, yeah, not one they're just, word. They're like kind of quietly tanking, but not, like not on. Not I haven't seen the Spurs game on TV. Well, I I watched one. I watched the one that was the most attended game in history or whatever it was. But no, like Keldon Johnson's been good. Like Devin Vassell's been good. Like they got. I don't even know who those guys are. They like they like the best no players. On the Spurs. Who they are? They got some pieces. They got some pieces. They, no, they don't. Yeah, they're like little pieces. They they got some value for Potal. You know, they're, not, they're, they're not. They're not like the Thunder, where it's like, okay, this team is just this is going to be great in three years. Yeah, no, they like you know they like got their piece. It's not like the Hornets, who like last year were like kind of good or like kind of knocking on the door. Then they fired their coach, hired a coach they were really excited about. They they hired Kenny Atkinson, who who we both like. Then Kenny Atkinson went, mm, no. I've changed my – he kind of Josh McDaniels them a little bit. So I went back to Steve Clifford, who they'd already fired once. Then you're like, well, you know, they got LaMelo. Like, you know, they have this guy who's their second best player. Oh, he did what? Oh, he's in jail for what? Well, apparently he didn't go to jail. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, you know, the second best I still best don't player. understand because he, he pleaded guilty, so I don't know what's <laughs> going on there. The world does not protect women, Jordan. I hate to tell you. Even not, even, not even like the trial dude 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 gave himself up and said i did it so i don't i don't know what happened there <laughs> nice. they're like hey that was very big of you that had showed a lot of integrity i, I don't know but uh no no I, I won't make that joke but the 
you know, that happened. And then, like, LaMelo's kind of been hurt. And even when he's played, he hasn't been, like, he like, looks like he's regressed a little bit. And it's like, ah, it's, uh, you know. And again, it can turn around for them kind of fast. I guess that's kind of the thing. It's like, like not like football was like, ooh, if a team's bad, like, a team might be bad for, like, a while. Because you got you gotta, you gotta a lot you got to work out. I mean, I like, you know, they get, like, a second guy. Like, they kind of, like, but it's like, it's like, it's either them or, like, the Wizards. There might be the Wizards. Might be the Wizards. I haven't heard anything about the Wizards cause either. Because I guess it's at least like the the the, the Hornets aren't like locked. Like the Hornets could turn it around a lot faster because they're not like locked into anything like stupid. Except like Gordon Hayward's contract is like kind of bad, but it's like whatever. Like like they're not like like the Wizards are like they gave Bradley Beal like fifty mil a year and a no trade clause for no reason. Porzingis has actually been kind of good this year. He's kind of an interesting free agent. He has a player option. He might actually take. But uh, you have. Would I'm, you would you stay would you stay in DC if you were Porzingis? Well, that's the thing. Well, it's like he's had such a good year that he could like opt out and probably sign like a deal that's like like slightly less money than he'd be making this year, but like actually like a three four year deal, but, like kind of locks him in somewhere because he's legitimately been very good this year. Porzingis has been. Can, so like, can he, you send him to? Can you send him to the the Thunder and him and you can mentor Chet? I mean, I, I probably not. I mean, probably be looking to get like actual money, but yeah, he could do something like that. I don't know. Fine, fine, whatever. Oh, yeah, why not? Go to the Spurs. It could fit on the Spurs. No, no, no. Who wants to go there? Hey, you know, she get it together. Get get Wembenyana. You know, but they do that. Like, yeah, and the Wizards are probably going to give Kyle Kuzma a giant bag because they didn't re-sign him for some reason. I mean, because they didn't trade him for some reason. So they'll just be really, really, really locked in the mid. Again, at least the Hornets, they're not like – Locked into a bunch of, like, this upside in the fact that they have LaMelo Ball, who has a fractured ankle right now. But, you know, also they might get a decent draft. Might be the Wizards. Now that I'm saying this out loud, it might be the Wizards. Because it's not the Pistons, I don't think. Definitely not the Magic. Might be the Pistons. No, 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 baby. Cade's, I mean, Cade's, coming, coming from the biggest Cade's Pistons fan on earth. Cade's a dog. Uh, the Magic are the Magic got a lot to like. The Pacers got plenty to like. Bull, Bulls are in a bad spot. Bulls are another one. Bulls are another one. And then it's like, Rockets are actively trying to be bad, so what are you going to do? Spurs are actively trying to be bad. Thunder got all the assets. Lakers, you know, you can cope. Blazers, you know, they always find some hope. And then the rest of the teams are like playoff teams. So, you know. I mean, so having Dam- Damian Lillard is just second in scoring this year. Damian Lillard had 71 the other night. Yes, he did. It was against the Rockets, but, you know, God, God bless him, I guess. That's that's that Dame time, that baby. Is, that was Dame. He does have these. Like, like, remember when I remember when I told you that the the Trailblazers are probably going to be like the Suns or somebody in the first round, and you're like, "That's ridiculous." That why would that ever happen? And well, currently saying, hey, the Trailblazers man. are not in the play in Jordan. It, every it, that, that, that doesn't matter in the West. <laughs> they're currently they're matter. currently the 11 seed, Jordan. I hate to that tell you that doesn't matter in the so West. It's getting, it's getting less and so like, and and they're they're the know, 11th Jordan, seed think, and they're I like think, three games from the fifth seed it doesn't, i know, you know okay, i was gonna say i'm like well no jordan actually not making the playoffs does hurt your ability to beat a team in the first round but yeah fair enough they are in fact they are in fact um four game uh they they have 29 wins and the Suns in the th- four seed have 33 wins so yes yes you know they they are in fact only four games out of the four seed it's true but yeah no i don't know damian Lillard just likes to have these random games where we're like oh yeah man this guy is just like one of the best players of his generation oh what he's having a great year huh wow good for him good good for dame yeah i don't know hornets i think 
maybe the saddest. But maybe the Wizards, honestly. I don't know. They could just go get a nice big haul for Bradley Beal and just kind of, like, reset things. But uh, they just they keep not doing that. And then they gave him a no-trade clause. So I don't – I don't – this point i just assume it's an ownership thing i don't i don't know this if i can whoever owns the wizards is just severely anti-tanking it's the only explanation i can come up with so that's that's what i think about jason tatum jordan excellent okay that's all i got on basketball today anyway uh you know jordan time to we talked about today was the day about scratching itches and you know i just had this persistent rash just on my body that I can just never seem to quite... I've tried creams, Jordan. I've tried exposure therapy. I've tried... I've tried talking about it on a podcast at nauseum. I've tried talking to you about it. And I just can never seem to get it to get it to come down. And that thing is... God, God, oh God, does Aaron Rodgers keep annoying me. Every everything he does, and it's probably my fault at this point. But no, no, Jordan, it isn't. No, you know, I people want to say I'm a hater, but mm. it's not my fault. It's not my like. It's like a year ago we talked about this. Two years ago we were talking about this, and it's not because I just go out of my way to like find Aaron Rodgers stuff to pick on, right? Like it's not me. Like him and the Packers like to routinely like go through. A mountain of drama every single year. So what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to talk about it. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm so, like, I have to go down to the salt mine and talk about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, this sucks. Oh, trust me. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy every time Aaron Rodgers unveils himself to be annoying and frustrating and a, and a difficult human being to deal with. Oh, trust me, Jordan. Oh, oh, Jordan. I'll never stop. I'm always happy to talk about that. And you can call me. And he'd call me a hater. He'd call me pathetic. He'd say, oh, it's sad. Most people feel the need to put put thoughts in my mouth. I think my Aaron Rodgers is getting pretty good. I just don't see why people feel the need to put uh put thoughts in my mouth. But <sighs> you know, it just it is it is uh what is it? I'm gonna sit in the dark for four days. But anyway, though, the darkness retreat has ended, Jordan. And the Packers are still, still letting this man, uh, Lashawn in Lashawn McCoy's words, letting this man bully them. Shady McCoy is correct about and that. Yeah, no, it, it like I've also been a Packers hater for a while, right? Like a long while. It, just in terms of like, it's not like like a personal vendetta. That one, it's just like it they, may be a personal. Vendetta. And then, the Packers thing isn't personal. It's just like they've always been like it's not personal because that gets like any individual. Like it used to be like, oh, I don't like Mike McCarthy. I'm like, oh, it's not just Mike McCarthy. It's just a whole organization. Like literally the most faceless organization in the league, Jordan. They literally don't even have an owner. Like it's like the fate, the GMs have changed. Like the coaches have changed. Aaron Rodgers still been, well, even now with Brett Favre didn't be like the face has always changed. And so I have like with other teams, you can be like, well, I really have a bone to pick with the owner. There's not an owner even. So no, it's literally as unpersonal as it can be Jordan. But you know, they've underachieved a lot throughout the years. I feel like like relative to like the kind of talent they've had in a lot of spaces, yada, yada, yada. We've talked about this a million times. Anyway, you know, I do feel kind of bad for them, Jordan. I do feel I do feel, I feel for them. It's, you know, in, in the way that like your friend who like maybe gets, who like is, has a bad relationship, right? They're in like a bad, bad, bad relationship with somebody. And, you know, it's just when somebody's in a situation, there's not a lot you can do. You know, they got to get out of it themselves in the end, right? Mm-hmm. 
But then they do. And you're like, all right. Excellent. Like, you did it. You moved on. Maybe it took longer than it should have. It was messy. They're like, they're playing for the Jets now. They're defrauding the state of Mississippi now. But, like, you, you got out they're, of it. They're, they're suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. They're suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. But, like, you got out of it, right? You got out of it. You did it. You did it. It's hard to do. Then they, they bring somebody new around. They got, like, a new 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 partner. You're like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Oh, he does a little, some cool moves. All right. Oh, pretty good. I like this guy. We've been hanging out with this guy for a while. Like, we like this guy. This guy's okay. He's pretty good. He's better than the last guy. How'd she, how'd, wow, how'd she rebound so fast? How'd they rebound? How'd they rebound so quickly? Very good. But then, like, you start seeing this friend a little bit less. Like, slightly less and less. Like, when you see him, just something kind of missing, you know? Like, like a spark, quite the same way. You know, like, when you do see them, you kind of feel, like, a tension going on. And then you start seeing the same patterns, Jordan. The same, And then as, uh, before you know it, you're in the same kind of spot. And you're like, ah, oh, like, they cannot be with this person. This person is not good for them. They're not good to them. But, like, again, like, can't you can't make them. You can't force them. It just doesn't work that way because they'll resent you. Right? They'll be mad at you. But it's just like now the second time around, you want there's a part of you. There's a part of you that like, because again, we don't believe in victim blaming on this show. Like there's just the smallest party that's like, oh, like how did you learn your lesson the first time? Like how did you? Like it's, you let you let this happen twice. Let's happen again with a different person. You can't do that. But like again, be like, but like I don't blame you. Like whomever this person is, clearly they're like some kind of manipulator or they're. No good, no good person would make you feel this way. Nobody who's good for you. But ah, you're like ah. And that's the thing about the Packers. I feel bad for them. Like I do feel bad for them. I do, I do feel, I do feel a little bit bad for them. But letting this happen to them again, when like last year was the time, right? Like last year was the time, Jordan. Like it's like last offseason was the time to be like, all right, we're done. Like let's just, this isn't working. This this situation is 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 not not good. He wants a new contract. We obviously don't want to give it to him. But then Jordan, hard to do. I'll even give I'll even I'll even be fair to them, Jordan. Hard thing to do. That is a hard cord to cut. When you have a quarterback with that level of talent, a guy who could capable of winning MVPs, a guy who was was coming off an was he coming off an MVP year? A guy who was coming off an MVP year, I think, who knows? Hard to do. And let me tell you, amongst all guys with that amount of talent, Jordan, Aaron Rodgers makes it the easiest to want to do it. He makes it very easy to want to do it. But even then, I mean, he's he's the proof. Like, Aaron Rodgers is the proof that it's very hard to move on from a guy like that. You never had a guy made it easier for a team, and they still didn't want to do it. But that would have been the time. Then you move on to Jordan Love. You know, your team clearly wasn't built for it. Like, you know, your team clearly kind of wasn't built to contend anyway. You know, you moved on from Devontae Adams because he didn't want to be there anymore. Like, writing was kind of on the wall, but he didn't do it. They moved to Jordan Love. You gave Aaron Rodgers, like, the, the biggest contract ever or whatever they gave him. Gave him a bajillion dollars. Now here you are again, Jordan. Not because the, con- the contract is not up, but you're being reminded this is what happens with this guy every time. Every Thanksgiving, Jordan, you're like, hey... 
We've got to go to my parents. Remember we talked about that? And there's a whole stink about it. Every year, Jordan. No, every holiday season. They don't make it easy on you. They're like, well, I don't think you considered my feelings. We never go to see my family. And you're like, oh, do you want to go see your family? They're like, ah, no, I don't talk to my family anymore. But like, now it's about them. It's every time. And they keep doing it. And it's just, oh, man. And like now, now in fairness, the reporting is now like, like Jeff Darlington put this out the other day. Or actually today. <laughs> the situation between the Rodgers and the Packers, both publicly and privately, is feeling more like two sides trying to navigate the perceptions of a breakup rather than two sides trying to find a way to continue forward together. Very interesting two weeks ahead. And today, the Packers GM, Brian, and I can never pronounce this man's name correctly, Brian Guttick, you know, the guy, today, Talk about how they want, how like ideally, you know, they'd like to move on. They'd like to have it figured out before free agency, which starts on the 15th of March. He told reporters he's, oh God, I lost my quote. Oh no, I lost the quote. I had a quote about it. Oh no, I lost the thing he said. Oh, this is embarrassing. Oh no. Anyway, he basically said, well, we sure hope we can figure it out by then. Whatever way he worded it was very wishy-washy from what I remember reading. Because, again, he kind of just has them over a barrel, Jordan. He kind of just has this because they let him because they let him put them there. He they really they re, like they let him again. They could have they could have stood up for themselves last offseason, Jordan. It's like I feel bad for the Packers. They deserve it to a certain they, they deserve it. Like they they've made this bet. I will not I'm not going to tell you they haven't made this bet, Jordan, but man, they have just. Put themselves in a bad spot. But meanwhile, Jordan, Jordan Love does still exist. Remember him? No. You know, don't worry, though. Brian, was, was uh, there ever a Jordan Love? You know, well, according to Brian Gutten, Gutten, Gutten stuck, said today, about, said this about who? 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 the GM of the Packers. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I should <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I got to be honest. Because, again, the stuff with the Packers, Jordan, isn't personal. <laughs> for me. I don't even know how to pronounce their names. It's fine. Said nothing personal, kid. <laughs> this is what he said about Jordan Love today. Listen to this, Jordan. Listen to this 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 uh listen to this. <laughs> listen to this endorsement. Direct quote. He needs to play. That's the next step in his progression. You know, Jordan, that's oh, that rings, that's <laughs> hmm. What do you think, Jordan? Do you think that year four, a guy needs to <laughs> needs to play for <laughs> to take a step in his progression? What do you think? Or do you think it's more like a year six, year seven kind of thing where a guy gets to play? You know, back back in the old days, right? In, mm. in, the, in the ages of guilds, some would say you'd have to practice under a master <laughs> okay, for excellent. 10 years in order to be okay. – in order to graduate from becoming an apprentice. Okay. So maybe they've adopted a similar strategy. Okay. In the Green Bay Packers organization. Okay. But uh yeah, no, so that's... But, but no, seriously, like what no no shit. You should've he should have been playing two years ago. What are you talking about, bro? Need, what are you... He needs to play. And that quote is out of context, but I, I loved that quote. I'm like, hmm. They're uh 
They got some thinkers down there in Green Bay, don't they? <laughs> like, 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 if, like if we're going into 2021, yes, I, I'd say, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, like, that's fair. Quote. Great point. Yeah. Year two, year three, I need to play. Year you, you, four. you picked up his fifth year option already. So, yes, he, yes, <laughs> yes. I guess this is, you know. Yes. It is the fact they even, like, insulate, which again, Jordan, I don't want to sit here and just call them morons and idiots because it's They're a very hard thing to do. See, you're you're simply you're a victim blamer, Jordan. That's what you are. It's a very hard thing to do. Right? The well, Patriots couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. You know, they 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 had Garoppolo ready to go. They just they couldn't. I mean, Belichick was ready to do it. Robert Kraft and Brady couldn't do it. And like, in fairness, they were right to not do it. They won two more Super Bowls after they did that. Yeah, let's say that, that fueled that fueled Tom Brady's career for like another six years. No, no well, I'm saying when they drafted Garoppolo, I'm not. I'm not saying. When, I'm saying when they were kind of like ready to move on to Garoppolo, like think about doing that, and they pulled the plug on that. I'm saying like two or three years in, but like they did, they pulled the plug on because they couldn't do it. And then and then out of spite, Belichick just kind of didn't didn't get anybody else ready, I guess. But it's hard to do. But man, you were set up to do it. This past and plus last year, what did we see? We did, did you feel like we saw an engaged Aaron Rodgers who was happy to be there and happy to be playing football? Uh, no, he was washed. He did not look super. It's Aaron Rodgers who hated all of his receivers, who we knew were going to be on the team when he signed. And uh, yeah, you know, did not seem like he was giving one hundred and ten percent. Then played with a broken thumb and didn't tell anybody. Maybe yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, then the excuse train came into the station, but. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, so the Packers, I mean, I, for the sake of wanting to see them have some shred of dignity, I would, I would like to, I would, I guess I would like to see them, them move on from this. And then, you know, which is again, like they, like, what did they, what did they think was going to, I mean, okay, okay. I will give this, this is another thought. Actually, actually, no, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I will be fair, Jordan. I will be fair. They could have had reason to believe that after giving him the contract, it would have all worked out. And now, Jordan, we're going to get into deep hater shit. But one of my favorite things about the Aaron Rodgers saga last offseason was, if you all remember, he kept saying it wasn't about money, Jordan. Remember they kept saying it? He said it was about input. It was about respect. It was about having like a role, like all the remember he was, he, he was coming up with every like profound reason in the world why he was like trying to put them over a barrel, right? Mm-hmm. But then Jordan, and I kept saying I said this a bunch last year. I was like, but I kept saying this. I'm like, I bet it's none of that. I bet, I bet. As soon as they give him his money, he'll be fine. Like he'll probably he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But like Aaron Rodgers' version of fine, but you know, fine. You know, like, whatever, like, the version of Aaron Rodgers in 2022 was, like, content and, like, going along with, like, to, like, the maximum extent he can go. Because, Jordan. Because. Again, for most people, I think that's the case. I don't know if you've ever been at a job where you felt underpaid. But for all of us, anybody who ever has been, when you feel underpaid, suddenly, and this goes for every person, Myself included. When you feel underpaid at a job, suddenly everything feels like the biggest problem in the world. Like you, you are hypercritical of everything. You don't like the way they treat you. You don't like the way that like 
this system works. You don't like like the the freaking the you know the policies for calling out. You don't like the schedule. Whatever. You find so many things to be mad about when you are like probably well, everybody's underpaid. I think basically everybody's underpaid. When you are rightfully angry about the way you are getting paid. And then also most people when they then get that money that they wanted, when you're when you're making like about a money that you're happy with, you don't care. I think most people don't care, right? Most people kind of like that part of your brain that was hypercritical and everything just goes off. It's like, ah, who cares? I'm getting my money. I'm getting my money. Who cares? I'm getting, I got my money now. Like, you care about anything. However, the difference was I was of the opinion that to Aaron Rodgers, Jordan, and this is just true, Aaron Rodgers cannot have you think his brain works like a normal human being. Aaron Rodgers needs you to think that he's a profound thinker. It's like his number one thing in the world. Very similar to Kyrie Irving in that regard. Another gentleman who, who, who I guess some would call me a hater of. Just need you. Th- so I was like, well, I'm going to love it when they give him his money. And he has to like kind of, I guess, admit that this had nothing to do with anything except that he's a normal human being and wanted money. But Aaron Rodgers would never want you to think that, Jordan. Is that not fair? Oh, no, that's that's a very accurate statement. And man, so if you're the Packers, I'm like, I can kind of understand why if you're the Packers, you went, well, we'll give him his money and he'll actually probably be fine. He'll kind of pretend he's not, but like, it'll be fine. But yeah, no, they just, they, they bungled it entirely. They just should, they should, should have been like, <laughs> he'll find something else eventually, I'm sure. But nope, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. And it's hard to do. But now here they are, Jordan. They have, they have the concept of Jordan love. <laughs> maybe good, maybe bad. Who's to say? And now, man, they just, they got, they got to trade him, right? Jordan, like, we're, 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 we're in agreement on this one, right? It's like, what I do mean, you I, I, I think they should cut him, but well, you, you keep telling me $99 million in dead cap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, because you also get assets if you trade him. You'd actually. Uh, only half your salary cap for the oncoming year. Uh, I mean, you could just you'd also. Just a number J. Dead cap is just a number, Jake. Don't let it. Don't let it rule. You. Don't let it. Don't let it influence your thinking. Okay. Oh, okay. I got the hiccups. Hang on. The All right. Sorry, man. I, had to, I had to cut for a second. I'm gonna try and power through the hiccups now. This this is my flu game, everybody. This is the hiccups pod. But hiccups hiccups uh, sponsored by Jack Daniels. That that is Michael Jordan. Because Michael Jordan was hungover, not not <laughs> not sick. That's ah ha ha. Ah no, my hiccups. That's are... the joke. Sad. I thought. You... Okay, I thought you were going to tell everybody I was drunk on the podcast. No, I mean, are you? No, no, I'm sober. But, I think it's killing me, though. But, anywho, it's, like, they did, they, they just got to trade him, right? Like, it's just like, that's, because if you, I remember what I was going to say now, if you just, like, get him to stay stay on board, right? Like, you somehow, like, you pull some mirror, because maybe he'll, he'll feel fine in all fairness, like, He's like the guy is like so unpredictable. It's like I wouldn't shock me if he came out of the darkness retreat and was like, actually, I like the Packers. You know what? This is this is where I belong. Maybe I'll just stay here. It's possible. It's possible. That's possible. But what then happens, Packers, is you get him to stay. You meet that March fifteenth deadline, and guess what? You just reset the clock on like now. You need to appease him in free agency. Then you what gotta. What the hell are they gonna do with Jordan Love? Then you gotta appease him in the draft. Like it's just now again, do? like every single thing you're doing, 
is kind of just trying to, like, not have him get so angry that he goes off the reservation again. And that's just, that's a, that's a horrible way to run. Which, again, works if you're doing it for a guy who, like, I don't know, is right, honestly. Like, if it's just Aaron Rodgers, everything he's mad about, he's just right about. And he gets you to make the right moves. Or it's working! And you're actually, we didn't even make the playoffs last year. Like, it's done. It's it's fine. Also lost to the Lions twice. Exactly. Like, it's fine. Like, just, like, that's not worth this head headache, right? Like, so yeah, just, just move it, man. Like, I got the odds. You want to hear the odds, Jordan? Hit me. These are from February 8th, but I have the odds on, like, Aaron Rodgers' team next year. The favorite, Jordan, is at minus 390 from these DraftKings odds from two weeks ago, which could be very different by now, is the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, baby. Oh, no. Oh, Jordan. It's it's perfect. It is a perfect fit. Oh, it's a perfect perfect fit because Jordan you have a franchise that excuse all substance historically has never cared about substance has only cared about like hollow I don't even know what the real word for it. hollow sizzle and Aaron Rodgers Jordan who excuse all substance for like perception per perfect fit he's a perfect Raider Jordan but what have the Raiders fans done to deserve that? I I don't, you know, I don't know. Why Why are their sins Jordan, so the thing is, they'll be so happy with this. It'll give them so much joy. Jordan, there's nobody, there might be no fan base in this world that's better at coping than Raiders fans. Why, why, why are they, why are they on the island of devils? I, but yeah, that's, Raiders, I think that's <laughs> an ideal fit. I think that's a beautiful, perfect fit, Jordan. Match made in heaven. Nah. Not, not to not to go on it on a tangent as as we're uh, apt to do at times. But, uh, is Aaron Rodgers the beast titan in this situation? <laughs> I don't know which one he is. No, because he is an op. He is an op. That's fair. Is he just Zeke? like Zeke? Ooh, ooh. Um, hmm. I have to think about that. That's a that's a thinker. To think about. It, and, and and folks, if this was 2018, this will be this will be the next two hours. <laughs> but second is the Packers at plus three. Then it, then it's, then it, then it's the Jets, who, who are, who are sure, sure angling for it. Which would I love Aaron Rodgers being in the AFC East, or would I hate it? Would I love it, or would I hate it if, if they beat the Jets twice? It would be my favorite thing that ever happened. If the Jets come out and smoke them, yeah, yeah I'd be like, ah, oh, this is my worst nightmare. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. This is worse than Brady. Bra I was even into Brady going to the Jets because that would be funny. This wouldn't even be funny to me. This wouldn't help any of my narratives. Then, then the Buccaneers, which I mean, I guess makes sense. Then, then it's like the Commanders, Titans, 49ers, even though he said he wasn't going to get. That just becomes like every team that needs a quarterback. Patriots are, incidentally, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth on this list. But, you know, I mean, that just gets, like, becomes like every team that, like, kind of needs a quarterback. So, whatever. But. Raiders, Jordan. I'm into that. I'm into the Raiders thing. I think that's the one. I think that's a match made in heaven. I really do. I really do. But that, you know, again, Jordan, I think the aloe vera is starting to kick in. 
I think I can stop scratching his itch for a little bit. I got my. Co I need to put like a cone on every time Aaron Rodgers does something. I need to just like put a cone so I don't like start like gnawing on myself. But. <sighs> so one final thing, we have we have one final thing we want to talk about. And this is something, Jordan, that I have talked about and we have talked about for... This is like an OG stadium experience topic. Being, of course, the length of baseball games. The length and pace of play of baseball games. And Jordan. And my my complete and utter apathy towards anybody who tries to like preserve like the traditional idea of baseball or whatever feel-good nonsense certain people like to parrot. And Jordan, uh, Jake, this... see here is where we disagree. I think I think you and the other and others in the liberal media want their hang on time respected. Right, Jordan, let's keep. Oh, let me fin. Let me keep going. And we, if you, I, I'm sure you've noticed, but spring training, Jordan, they've been doing the pitch clock. They've yes. been doing because they it's out from the minor leagues. They're getting everybody ready. And Jordan, the results have been magnificent. On every level for me. A, on the field. Have you watched any of these spring training games? I watched one. They're great! It's great! Oh my lord, is it incredible. If you don't know, we'll set. We'll do. We'll give you the exact rule. The exact rule is that there is a 30-second timer between batters and a time limit between pitches. After receiving the ball from the catcher or umpire, pitchers are required to begin their motion within 15 seconds with the bases empty, or within 20 seconds if there is a runner on base. If they don't, they're charged with an automatic ball. Hitters also have to throw, have to be in the batter's box and ready for the pitch by the time the clock reaches eight seconds. I kind of don't understand how that works if they have to pitch it at 20, but then by eight, but whatever. Point is, you got to throw the ball within 15 or 20 seconds, and the batter, you got to be ready. You can't just keep stepping out. You get... Apparently, the, each battery gets, like, one timeout per at-bat if they want to, like, step out of the box and, like, finagle with their gloves or whatever they do. But, you know, if you're the pitcher, you can't sit there and play with your hat and spit and do, like, a lap around the the infield and think and throw the ball. To, which, by the way, again, also, you can only throw the ball to first base. You can only throw the ball uh, into the infield twice per at-bat, which I also think, Jordan, magnificent rule. Magnificent rule. Love that. Didn't even know that going and love that, by the way. A, maybe helps to be a few more stolen bases in baseball because the number of stolen bases have been going down dramatically because analytics said it's bad. Because it's probably bad, it. Because the math probably doesn't work out on doing it, but it's very fun. And also, Jordan, ah, and so far in spring training, they have been, they have been draconic about this, Jordan. And I have loved it. I don't, I'm sure everybody saw this, but on Monday when the Red Sox played the Braves, bottom of the ninth, Two strikes. Guy wasn't ready. Guy in the Braves wasn't ready. Bases were loaded. Nope. Out. Game was over. Loved it. Which, by the way, also, by the way, anybody who talks, who's talked, by the way, I'll get to this too. Because, no, no, I won't get to it yet. It's been incredible, Jordan. I love it. And also, you know what else I love, Jordan? What else? Watching people complain about it. I love it. Jordan was reading me a like a Twitter thread, an Instagram thread of people complaining about it the other day, and I wanted to inject it into my veins. Jordan, I love it. The baseball fans are the worst thing for the sport of baseball. 
And Jordan, oh. People were like, oh, you're ruining the game. You're getting rid of the magic in between the little, the mental game. No, you're ruining the sport that's been ruining itself progressively for the last, uh, the last few years. And even this, I will say the thing about it is, it's not even necessarily a length of game thing, right, Jordan? Because of course it's going to impact the length of games. I mean, minor league games went down, I think, like 235 average last year. And in fairness, uh, Major League Games, Jordan, in 2021 were three hours and 11 minutes long on average. But last year, Jordan, they were three hours and six minutes long on average. But it's not even necessary. I mean, even though that's way too long for baseball games, way too long, right? But I'm going to play 182 of these things. But it's not even a length thing, truly in Germany. The biggest thing that this does, and the biggest thing that needs to be fixed, it's a pace thing. Like, it's a pace thing. Like, sure, if the game is three hours long, but, like, stuff is happening most of the time, all right, I can live with that. And the numbers on it are unbelievable. So let me... So let me just give you this, right? In 1985, a ball was in play, Jordan, every two minutes and 55 seconds. Why don't you you pull statistics from 1984? Ah, Great point, Jordan. Last year, Jordan, the length of time between balls being in play was three minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah. And it's just, that's the thing that kills it, Jordan. And by the way, I don't know if you've ever gone back and watched like a baseball game from like the 80s, just for like, just to see. Like I like pulled some up on YouTube. Oh, Jordan, it's unbelievable. Like, like I, I dare you to go watch like a, like a game from like night watch like a game from like the 1987 World Series, like the frequency with which these balls are coming out is like anxiety inducing, like compared to like what we are used to. It's unbelievable. Like they did they get the ball, Jordan? You know what they do with it? They just yeah, throw, throw it. it. They just throw it. What? <clears throat> They just throw a child. We 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 lost some momentum there for a second. But they just—it's <laughs> unbelievable. They just—they do it, and it's 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 magical to watch. So, any by the way, anybody wants to preserve the tradition of baseball? That's what baseball was. It has it has become perverted, my friends. If you love baseball, baseball has has become perverted. It's been twisted into this game where nobody's ever doing anything for unbelievably long lengths of time. The traditional values you want to uphold are actually guys throwing the ball out. The problem is, I don't know, baseball players are maybe the most petulant athletes in sports, and they don't... (laughs) And they just have to be... Have to be dragged by their, like, kicking and screaming to do anything that's to the benefit of the game. Which, by the way, Jordan, I cannot wait for the first time in, like, a like a big spot, like, an important player, like, gets penalized for this, Jordan. Because, oh, well, that press conference put anything Jason Tatum's ever said to shame, Jordan. Well, that make Jason Tatum look like the biggest fan of officiating ever known to man. Make, make him look like law and order Jason Tatum. But, ah. Uh, Am I so excited for it, Jordan? I'm so excited for it. Oh, truly. I, I, I think I, I, you know, I, I've heard everything you said, mm-hmm. and I think I think you're missing the essence, mm-hmm. the spirit of baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember I had a cousin used to play 
with a north south Binghamton ship boiler pro- produce farmer maker ships. They had a squad. They had a team. I remember. They had, they had a team back in 1896, and I remember he used to come home every day from his job at the steel factory. To then, hang up his little his flat cap, and then he get right there on, on, in, on at the shortstop, but he couldn't go like to the left or the right of the second baseman. He had to stay. Exactly, there was no shift back then. Even though banning the shift is somehow attacking the integrity of baseball, yeah, exactly. There was no pitch clock. All right, there was no fancy rules like ooh can't can't throw the spitball anymore, Jake. That's that's what that's when baseball was a real sport. Okay, you get bring me, your own ball. Me, from me, home. my. I'd be like, no, no, it's yeah. fine. I swear. No, me, 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 my good old, good old pal Billy Bob used to walk into the booth every day, mix some opium with our brandy, talk about how that's good for our humors. Oh, that is good for your humor. And then we used to we used to take down the stats while he used to tell me how he shot a few Spaniards on at the Battle of San Juan Hill, because <laughs> that's what real baseball is, Jake. But uh, yeah, no, basically. Anyway, <laughs> you know another thing I love about this. You know what another one I didn't realize is? You know what happens if you're a manager and you try to dispute a pitch call a pitch clock uh violation you just get automatically immediately ejected jordan they want none of it they want no oh jordan it's gonna be draco i love it oh jordan i'm so oh can you wait for twitter the first day angel hernandez like give somebody like an undisputable pitch clock violation oh it's gonna go crazy oh jordan i love it and the more people complain about it the more i love it because again these people who try and like uphold this like traditional idea of baseball like most people who think they're upholding some traditional view of anything it's simply based on nothing yeah, <laughs> you are, have very very warped perceptions your your perception is that you want it to remain the same as it never was somebody should write a song with that as a lyric but it's just it's like, like no like the version of baseball you're talking about did exist now it doesn't exist, and somehow to get back to that, you need to just keep letting everything happen as it's happening now, entirely unregulated. Yes. Excellent. No. I love it, Jordan. Ugh. And they're keeping in the postseason, too. I love it. Like, no, like, baseball pe- didn't used to have teams, like, putting all their infielders in one direction. Then they started doing it, and, you know, it turns out, not very fun. Kind of doesn't help the game very much. Makes the game kind of boring. So now you need to not let them do it. That's how rules work. <laughs> when people find way, find loopholes or ways to exploit rules in a way that's unfun, you just go, oh, well, we got to change that. We have like a certain way we kind of want this game to work. Kind of a kind of a spirit of it. Kind of a way it's intended to work. Ah, but Jordan, ah, am I excited. I mean, all the minor league data does show to like after like a month, like the violations like basically like cratered. Like, kind of stopped happening. But, man, I can't wait for the first time it happens. And somebody just gets so angry, Jordan. Oh, first time, like, Max Scherzer, somebody gets a pitch clock violation. And they're just in the, pre- in the press conference. Like, I just don't get why we have to have this rule. This is ridiculous. How could we? Ah, It's going to be like Madison Bumgarner is going to say something. It's like, dude, you play for the Diamondbacks. No one cares. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Chris Sale just riding on his tricycle and be like, I just, it's on me. Oh, you think Chris Sale's going to actually pitch this not, year? It was on, on me, Jake. guys. It was on me that this happened. Chris Sale loves taking accountability, but they're not playing. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I, I saw I saw Chris Sale on the orange line, and uh, he, <laughs> he was driving yeah, the he train. Got, he got his he got his elbow stuck in the door. Oh no! I was going to say, was he the conductor? Was he like? Is <laughs> he driving the train? I, was, I said I was getting on at Chinatown. I was like, is that Chris Sale? And then you know the door was closed, and I was like, oh no, Chris Sale 
get your arm in and it just it just just closed on it. and he said ah oh, my ucl i'm gonna be out for another four to six months yeah no, that's really funny because actually the other day i was i was walking around uh, kennedy plaza and i i saw him riding a horse it was weird he's on one of those mounted police horses he's like yeah i gotta go get my dry cleaning you know had to get the pony out had to get the original car if you know what i'm saying I was like, what are you talking about? They fell right off. I'm like, oh, Chris, come on. You got to stop doing this. <laughs> fell right on his elbow. Yeah, fell right on, on his On his throwing arm. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's like it's a magnet to the ground in that thing. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I am. I am. I'm so glad that, Jordan, years I fought for this to happen. Now I'm finally. I dreamed of times like these. Jordan, this is, this is a magical time. Pitch clock. Oh, it's going to make baseball so much more watchable. Oh, Jordan, remember all that? Remember whenever, you know how much time you, how many times have we been watching a baseball game, Jordan, and we assume we've missed a pitch because we got, like, bogged down in some dumb argument about, like, Trey Lance or something, and then we look up, and we're like, well, we've been talking for, like, five minutes, and uh, no, no, they haven't thrown another pitch. How, how is it still a 3-1 count? How did, how did that happen? Nobody's ever on base? What's happening? Oh, it's like, it's like when I went to go see the, the Red Sox play the Braves in, like, in September. Mm-hmm. That, that was like a game to win an extra inning. I I swear to God, this the seventh inning was like forty minutes. I swear <laughs> and, to God. And they only probably threw like fifteen pitches. As again, I, again, I don't mind the game being long, Jordan. If stuff is happening, like if stuff is happening, it's whatever, fine. Like if guys are like you know hitting, like I really need. I'm I'm trying to find a stat and like what is the amount of time during a major league baseball game last year that like the game was like happening but nobody was throwing, hitting, or running. Like, it has to be, like, like at least an hour. Like, hour and a half. Like, absurd lengths of time. Like, cumulatively, it wouldn't surprise me if it was, like, a third of the game. Where you were just listening literally, literally to, like... guys standing there going, doing nothing. Yeah, like, unbelievable. And, oh, and, again, Jordan, they, these baseball players, they will, they will die for their right to, like, scratch their nuts while they're on the mound. But, man, they, they better get it done quick now. Oh, but, oh, and don't wait till the first guy gets like, a, gets, like, a strain in his throwing shoulder. Something he's like, well, you know, if we don't have to throw balls so fast, maybe this... This won't be happening. But you know, everybody needed the pitch clock. So, uh, nope, Jordan, nobody nobody tries to kill, basically in summation, nobody has tried to kill baseball more than baseball players, uh, baseball owners, and baseball fans. But lucky, luckily, Jordan, they have us. They have you and I to set them on the straight and narrow. So you're, you're welcome, baseball. You're welcome, America's pastime. You're welcome, traditional values. We're, we're here for you. Jordan and I. Thing about this way, Jake, is less time to, you can go get a beer. It's true. It's less. T- it is less. T- it'd be, they they got to get that money in, baby. They you'd, you got to be getting up and in. You got to be hustling too. Get yourself a nice Fenway Frank. Get you a nice sausage and peppers. Uh, uh, how how will you be able to withstand missing maybe an entire half inning, getting up and buying eleven dollar blue? Moon? I, I did. I did see a um. I did see those a side by side that somebody posted actually on Twitter that was like unbelievable. It was <laughs> I'm gonna find it real quick again. It was quite literally somebody posted a side by side of and I can't find it. No, they did. Posted a side by side of of <laughs> of an entire half inning in a spring training game, like being finished between the time it takes uh it took Pedro Baez to throw like one pitch in some game last year. It's jarring. 
It's like three minutes he's standing there, and meanwhile, a whole half inning goes down because now they have to play with pace, Jordan. This game, this sport will be more watchable. And we saved it, Jordan, and we'll be back here next week to save more stuff. This is the end of the episode. We'll be back next week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jake R. Elmsley. Follow him on Twitter at True underscore World underscore King. Uh, check out the YouTube and the TikTok, even though I haven't uploaded them lately. And we will we will see see you guys next time. Maybe we need a take clock. We we can we can try doing that. I'm not against it. Oh, maybe you know what we should have. Yeah, like oh, we do no. like do do something like 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 around the horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe next week we try that. This next week we got. I, I I have no way to put it on the screen, especially if you're listening to this as a podcast. But um, if you can, yeah, that is true. It'll have to be a judgment call. Be or maybe we just get giant giant clocks behind us. Like yeah. I have one like right there. Yeah, we have to just keep reset. underneath we'll Valerian Slow King, and you can have one. Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to get physical clocks. Yeah. They're like, well, they actually have to be big and on screen now so you get used to them. But, like, the graphic will be smaller soon. Don't worry, everybody. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Bye. Bye.